Hi, I'm Jennifer Z, and welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. Here's what you can expect from listening to Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy. My true passion is all about helping educate you, the listener, on food, fitness, and wellness. I educate through my own story and experiences on a multitude of topics, including inflammatory conditions, women's health, plant-based nutrition, fitness, and mindfulness. It's designed to teach you how you can become your most powerful self every single day. From interviews with today's top health, fitness, wellness, and spiritual experts, this podcast is a fun and happy atmosphere. So sit back and enjoy some of the amazing interviews that I have with experts and people who have completely transformed their lives through plant-based nutrition, fitness, and wellness. And if you love this podcast and would love to see it grow with even more incredible episodes, you now have the opportunity to support the Jennifer Z podcast by visiting jenniferz.com forward slash podcast. That's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-Z-E-E.com forward slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. This helps me amp up the podcast finding more incredible guests while increasing the number of episodes being published. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. Hey guys, welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. I am Jennifer Z and I'm so excited to have you here today because I have Diane Randall on the show. She is an author, consultant, college instructor, and professional speaker to busy professionals seeking to strike a healthy, harmonious balance between their work and their real lives. She teaches whole life wellness methods via webinars, workshops as a keynote speaker, and offers private consulting. Diane has shared her insights on life balance, plant-based nutrition, health, and self-care topics with nationally recognized publications, radio shows, and television, including The Oprah Show. Diane and I chat all about, in her words, taking small steps toward a huge life. And I just absolutely love that. We also talk about self-care and implementing self-care for both men and women and how for men by implementing self-care, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to lose their professional edge or their competitive edge. So we chat a little bit about that as well. And we also get to chat about all of those unhealthy habits that we all tend to have and how to break those habits for good. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast, Diane. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm just happy to be here talking to you about plants. (laughs) So you are a globetrotting wellness consultant. Let's talk about your journey to becoming the amazing woman that you are today. Oh, wow. I would say it was more than 25 years ago. Uh, 
I was started out as a uh, my first professional job, systems engineer. And during that time, I got a divorce. I had two children that I had to take uh, take care of. I had all these balls in the air, and I just you know gotten up my first professional job, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how do I take care of these children, you know, learn how to live on my own as well as just be ready for this awesome uh, career that I had started. Uh, fast forward, I end up in Chicago nice. with a consulting job. It's like I, I got that first professional career and then things just took off. I ended up moving to Chicago, working as a consultant, opening up my own business. Everything was wonderful, but guess what? I started having all kinds of chronic illnesses, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, stress was running my life. And I recognized that this wasn't going to, you know, all the success in the world and a wonderful career was not going to sustain me. I mean, I could feel myself falling apart. And then I go to the doctor and he's like, you better, you know, get yourself together because the stress is a dynamic of your life because you have these kids, you have this, you're a single mom now, and you have all these things going on. And I had no idea of what that meant. But I did, I did know that my health was in jeopardy. I mean, I was already experiencing things and, you know, he's using the word stroke and you know, oh, heart attack God. and I'm, I'm young. Okay. <laughs> so I, I really started thinking about, okay, I got to figure this out. So I started reading and educating myself, uh, showing up at workshops like the kind I do today, uh, listening to people. What does it really mean to be healthy? And I had to figure out what does that mean for me uh, in terms of figuring out my stress. So I started going to workshops. I started going to lectures. I started reading. And as I learned, as I got things that resonated with me. I started yoga. I started my journey to eating better. You know, I had to figure out what that was first, what healthy really <laughs> meant. And I started exercising. So I started looking at things to support me mentally, physically, as well as spiritually. And this was workshops over the years. This was listening to people who I really, that really resonated with me when it came to health. And as I started my journey, I started feeling better. People were saying, what are you doing? You're looking good, <laughs> you know? I really started to figure it out. So as I figured it out, for example, I went to a life coaching school just to figure out, okay, what does this mean? And I became a life coach. I became a wellness coach. <laughs> I ended up going to nutrition school. I ended up taking a behavior modifi modification course certification. This is all in supporting myself because I really wanted the deep dive. And then I ended up going to, I ended up getting a master's in spiritual psychology. So I never thought 
or didn't seem apparent at the time that I would become this person that supported other people who were just like me, who were really busy and trying to figure it out, but they had no way to support themselves. No tools is what I call them. Mm -hmm. No tools to support their lives or to even figure out what to do. And then saying, oh, I'm too busy to even think about it. So I always say I was my first client. <laughs> oh, so was I. <laughs> it's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, I was my first client. And I had the technology practice uh, mm -hmm. for work. And then I started my wellness practice 30, 13 years ago. And things have just unfolded. And it's just beautiful how things come together because now I just support all kinds of busy, busy professionals. I don't want people to take the long road that I did trying to figure it out. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I love your position on, you say, taking small steps toward a huge life because I did the same. And, you know, in the moment, sometimes it doesn't feel like you're ever going to get to that place. And sometimes you get to that, well, most of, almost, almost all the time you get to that place, but it may not be the way you thought that you would. So for you, how did becoming a whole wellness consultant change your life? Like now that you can reflect on it, um, you know, how, how do you feel like it's changed your life and what are some of the challenges that you had to overcome to get here? Well. Jennifer, it's a journey. Mm -hmm. um, I, I not only had to let go of my idea of what success looked like. Yes. You know, what, what, is, what does that mean? Um, I, I really, when I reflect back, it's like the more I worked on myself, the more I learned and shared, the better I, I was the more I was able to show up mm -hmm. and, and I had, I realized that it wasn't that, Oh, I'm this whole living person. And this is it. I had to let go of fear. I had to let go of all these inner thoughts that made me feel that I wasn't worthy. You know, I'm a technology person. Who am I to talk to somebody about wellness? I had to let go of a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I know that, you know, especially for me too, it was one of those things where it was like, well, when I learn enough about this, then I can speak about it. Or when I get to this place, then I can do something about it. And when I let go of that and just started doing and speaking, that's when everything changed for me. Oh, Jennifer, that's when I, when I decided that I didn't have to work on a presentation for three months, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was ready. I didn't always know I was ready, but over time and as I evolved, I realized, you know what? I don't need another coach certification. I don't need anything else. I remember saying to myself, I'm ready. It's just time. It's just time to do the work. And, and it's just so awesome and amazing that I do so much from my heart now. It's just crazy. Whereas in the past, I thought I had to have all this content, all these things before, like you said, before I could do anything. So I'm really in an awesome place. Uh, I've had a lot of challenges, a lot, 
But what I'd say about the difference between me, it was when things didn't work out, when the challenges came up, I would work on those things, get them out the way, and then I'd get going again. Right, clear that space. Clear the space, even when I didn't have everything figured out, because for so many years, I had this technology business and I had this wellness practice. It was two separate things. It was almost like I was two people. But it, 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 it was on my mind all the time because I'm like, how do I bring this together? That was really a question I had for many, many years. I'll say I pondered that. And once I was able to let go of a lot of the things that were holding me back, everything came together. Everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Letting go is a huge, uh, it's such an important thing to it, it was the work learn. of letting go. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. So I believe like you do, but I also believe in these three powerful elements and these elements help us live happy and healthy lives. Um, and they've definitely helped me. Um, so I talk a lot about plant-based nutrition and plant-based nutrition is a component of how I thrive with my inflammatory condition, but there's also fitness and wellness and wellness to me incorporates self-care. And I feel like that can look very different for everyone, for each mm-hmm. individual. It's mm-hmm. a very personal thing. You know, some people don't have as much time as others to incorporate self-care. As long as they're incorporating it, that's the important part. And I do talk a lot about women incorporating self-care on the show, but I'd like to talk a little bit about men because do you think that, you know, that there's this element of fear for men that if they incorporate more self-care into their lives, they'll lose their professional edge? They'll lose their professional edge. But what I can say to you, uh, I've been in and out of corporations for many years, is I think one of the one of the conversations that's not really had is that men, I believe men feel that way, but they're also I've also witnessed a lot of heart attacks, a lot of strokes in men. Um, over the years where with that, that type of uh, thinking, you know, but I, I do, I do hear you. Yes. For example, you know, if, if a man, you know, we're working these projects, cause I'm, you know, if we're, if you're working a project and you are the leader of that project, you feel that you have to go on and on and on and okay. you're in charge and you have to make sure everything's perfect. And, you know, that starts to show up at some point, you know, the wear and tear of that type of thinking. It it really starts to show up. And I can tell you from just consulting for 25 years, I've seen so many of my male colleagues um, disappear from illness. The women too, but, but I tend to see a lot of men and these are competitive strong smart men because they have to keep that up yeah that's why that's why i wanted to ask you about that because do you think that sometimes there's i know with women it's an easier conversation 
you have to incorporate health care, self care. Oh yes. No, I know. How do you incorporate it? But with men and especially in working in a high stress atmosphere, I don't think that gets talked about as much, especially among other men. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm definitely glad that you touched on that because, uh, and, and have said that you, you know, you deal with a lot of men too, because it's nice to know that they are reaching out and they are trying to incorporate self-care into their lives. Um, and I think that, you know, it's just as important for men as it is for women. And like I said, it's very individual based. So if you don't have a lot of time for it, you've got to find something that you do have time for. Exactly. And it's um, individual based and for, for even for women, I mean, I find those conversations really tough. It's something I know I have to do. So mm -hmm. it's talked about. It gets put but to like, the bottom of the list. It gets put to the bottom of the list because I just don't have time for all this. And that's one reason I started my practice for busy professionals because you do have time. Yeah. <laughs> all my workshops that I teach, I teach people how to look at their lives, look at their schedule to really see what's going on and in, in, the, in your life, whether you're a man or a woman, because you have to find that time. You don't want a heart attack or a stroke or the lack of taking care of yourself to, to cause you a big problem before you see the light. And it's not an easy conversation. Um, it, it, it just isn't for, for anyone because like you said, health is, is at the bottom of the barrel. And then when you're, when people find out you're plant-based, that's just a whole nother stratosphere. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like it's all encompassing though. It takes, you make one change and then it broadens oh, and then you make another change and God. then that broadens. Oh um, my goodness, that is so true. It, you change one thing and, and then other things change. That, that has been my journey. Mm -hmm. uh, that seems to be the journey of clients. And, and it's like you've, you just start taking small steps to make changes that support you in your life right now. And you don't need to have it all figured out. Absolutely. You, you Absolutely. just start doing things. For example, I never knew uh, becoming plant-based would make me an animal rights person. Mm -hmm. Never put that together. Never put that together. Yeah, I, I agree. So when I, so I went plant-based for health reasons, not ethical reasons, but through going plant-based for these health reasons, I've I now have a deeper connection to animals and I now see animals, you know, I see a dog and a cow as the same thing and I have the same connection with them and the same way I would never imagine eating my dog. I could never imagine eating a cow now, whereas that wasn't always the case. That wasn't the case. I grew up, I grew up eating animals. Mm -hmm. I, I, I grew up and even raising my children who were born uh, animal lovers. You know, they're, they were, I used to say, oh, they're like their grandparents, you know, <laughs> they love animals. I mean, I could, you know, I could take them or leave them. That was an uh, attitude I had back then. I mean, I didn't want anything to happen to them, but I, I didn't see them as animals. I saw them as food, you know, yeah. Yeah, perspective <laughs> you know, changes, perspective changes. So, 
uh, at, I became plant-based strictly for health reasons, just trying to get myself healthy. And that put me on another path to connecting with the animals. And I tell you, my deep compassion and, 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 and love I have for animals and seeing them the same as I see any being, that, that, that's been a big, big, big awareness for me. Away, I call it an awakening because it, it's yep. been so huge, huge in my life that, like you, I, I can't imagine eating an animal. I just can't imagine it in my wildest dreams. It's just not something I could do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, it, it comes down to when you know, when you are aware of something, you cannot become unaware of it anymore. Yes. You can't unsee it. You can't unfeel it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's amazing because I feel that when you, I call it wake up, you can't go to sleep again. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. not even the same sleep. You have that awareness and it's there. It's there. Now, I didn't run out and buy a dog because I'm busy, you know, but I love animals. You know, I still have certain, I don't, I'm not a pet owner, Mm -hmm. you know, or an animal owner. I always say that's the difference. You're either a pet owner or you, or an animal owner, or you love animals. (laughs) It's that too in our society, those two things. I call mine my fur babies. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I haven't gotten there yet, but but my my love and compassion is is just as just as deep. And my children taught me a lot when they were growing up. I rescued more. I believe they were also part of my journey. I rescued more animals <laughs> in their lifetime <laughs> than I would have ever dreamed of. You know, my kids really, really. Um, helped me on that journey didn't even realize it you know for Uh years that they were opening me up you know Mm -hmm. to 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 seeing animals in a different way Yeah. yeah so let's talk a little bit a little bit about goals and you know I have to admit so I have my short term goals which are always in my mind but I oftentimes lose sight of my long term goals. Uh so what do you think the fa- that factor is that stands in the way of us achieving those long-term goals, aside from just forgetting about them? Um, and how do you think that we can keep, how can I, especially my listeners too, uh, how can we keep those long-term goals in plain sight? Because it's so easy when you get you know, stuck in the daily tasks, you're really detail oriented, you're working on something and sure the short-term goals are great because you can tick them off, but those long-term goals are a little harder to keep track of and to keep your eye on. What, what I share a lot of is when we have goals, there has to be intention behind the goals and those intentions I always say uh, have to be broken down so that that some the choices you make on a daily basis should be in aligned with your goals whether you you have big goals that you've broken down and broken down and broken down but the choices you make on a daily basis should be in alignment with your overall goals for example and let's pick the weight thing <laughs> you know if if you want to lose weight when you wake up in the morning 
part of, before you hop out of bed. It's visualizing, let's say maybe taking a walk before you get dressed for work or maybe in the maybe I'll I'll take the bus to work today so I can walk. It's it's having a goal small enough that rolls up into your daily choices so that if 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 I want to lose weight then what am I doing on a daily basis to support my overall goal. And right. and I and sometimes I feel that we look at the bigger goal. Mm-hmm. The bigger goal, which stresses us out because it's there's overwhelming. all this work. Yes, yeah. it's overwhelming. So even if you have that big goal to lose 50 pounds, it's focusing on the day-to-day activities that support goals. So it, it could be just, okay, I'm going to get to the gym at least three times this week. I'm going to do some type of physical activity for 30 minutes, at least three times this week. So you haven't lost track of the bigger goal. You've just broken it down to daily steps or daily tasks or daily intentions. Right. That makes a lot of sense. So basically you're sort of working backwards. You've got this big goal in mind, but without getting overwhelmed, you break it down into smaller goals that you're constantly working toward the big goal. Yes, and you're developing uh, habits mm-hmm. and strategies that support you in your daily life so right. that you are making choices that support you. What's, what is the purpose of having a big goal when it's so big that you're not even thinking about it on a daily basis? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so big. It's like, okay, what's in the middle? What's the work? What, what intention? So I always like to write intentions. And even in my workshops, I have my students write an intention. And it's whatever that goal is, act as if it's already happened. I want you to write about who you would be, where are you, what your life looks like as that person that you want to be, that's living that goal that you set. And once you write about it, then you see yourself, you know, I'm, 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 I'm walking up Michigan Avenue every morning, you know, it's just integrating mm-hmm. that energy of losing weight into your daily life. And it has to be at least 50 cent believable. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to have it all figured out before you write about it because you're just writing what's coming forward at the time. And like we talked about earlier, once you set an intention and you start working on your goals and your choices or aligned with your daily life, you have no idea how, yes, the goal was to lose 50 pounds, but you have no idea what might happen, you know, how that might unfold. Right, right. You just, you know, you... You may not know how you're going to get there. It may not look right. the same way as you That's right. it would, but you will get there if you're putting in the work. You're putting in the work and you're open enough and you yeah. trust enough. You trust in yourself enough. Even if you don't truly trust in yourself, it's that practice of trusting every day. You know, it's the practice of, okay, I, I, I'm going to go to the gym. What if you didn't go? To, okay, I'm going to go tomorrow. You know, it's setting that intention. 
-hmm. and holding yourself accountable every day. Well, and that's what's so great. You're, you're a yogi, so you would understand this, setting the intention before your practice. Yes. That's what's so great yes. about that. Yep, yep. So let's talk a little bit about life's purpose. And I know that you found your life's purpose. I found mine, but some people have not. I was chatting with a lady a couple of nights ago. We were at a woman's networking event, and she said, you know what, Jennifer? I have no idea what my true purpose or calling is in life. And I don't even, you know, nor do I know how to figure it out. All I know is that I'm not living it right now and I'm depressed and I'm resentful. And I shared my story of how my true purpose came a lot later in life. And, you know, it sort of just fell into my lap. It wasn't something that I was looking for. Uh, you know, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying hard to do something that just didn't feel authentic. For me, I was diagnosed with endo. I ended up finding a holistic way to resolve my flare-ups. And then I dove deep into plant-based nutrition. And that led me to helping others rebalance their bodies. So, you know, it, when it did come, and I'm almost 40, so when it did come, it came a lot later in life. It didn't come how I thought it would, uh, but it flowed into my life so naturally that it just became me. So, you know, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about how some of us who are still not sure of their life's purpose and, you know, have no idea where to start or how to start looking for it, or, you know, they feel like they're just in this mess. Um, what sort of steps can they start taking towards even just discovering it. And maybe t let's talk a bit about how discovering that will lend itself to a better state of health and, and, a, and a greater state of wellness as well. It's so funny that you asked me that question because when I think about my own journey many years ago, um, it was more of a feeling uh, discomfort that there something else I, I needed to do. There was a lot of uh, depression, sadness. I remember being really sad because I wasn't, I felt there was something more, had no idea what that was. So I started checking in. I'm, I'm, I'm one of these people that believes that the answer is truly inside of us. So that discomfort that I felt allowed me to start thinking about what do I want to do? I wrote a book called Jumpstart Your Life. And in that book, and I teach a workshop, it's like checking in with that discomfort and thinking about what resonates with you in your life. What for me, it was needing to leave my comfort zone of my family and moving to a city where I had no friends or family. It was paying attention to what was coming forward inside of me, whether I thought I could do it or not. It was being open enough, listening to thoughts about, I, I really need to try this and not 
stuffing it, you know, back down. Oh, that's silly. That's crazy. What I, what I tell my students in my workshops, uh, we walk through a process, which is in my book. It's what resonates with you. I mean, you don't have to have it. I, I certainly didn't have it all figured out. I certainly didn't think that my journey to figuring out how to get to Chicago with my two babies would be the basis <laughs> for a lot of the work I do. So it's, it's, it's looking inside and taking and giving yourself permission to step out of fear, to step out of your comfort zone, and really going inside and thinking about what do I want to do. I believe that we have to try a lot of different things. At least that was my journey. Um, what interests me, I would read. Like I said, I attended lectures. I would meet people that totally, oh my God, I, I want to know this person. I, I like what they're doing. It's like I kept going down these paths until I figured out something that deeply resonated with me. And then I would try that particular thing. So moving to Chicago with my family, stepping out of what was comfortable, uh, not really focusing my goals around, oh, anyone except myself. And it's not being selfish, it's being self-honoring because how do you come up with goals for yourself if you're like, oh, the kids, the, the husband, the, the, the dog, you know, if you never, ever take the time to just sit in silence and think about yourself. So how do you, how do you clear all the outside messages that says you have to be one way or another so that you can actually hear, hear what's coming forward for you? I think that's how a lot of people don't get it or miss it because they're not listening. And then if they, if they get an inkling of something, it's like, Oh no, I can't do that. That's stifle crazy. It. Yeah. Yes. Stifle it yeah. or talk or talk ourselves out of it a hundred million times because it doesn't quite match up to what life looks like for me now. Right. And that can I mean, be very scary. That, that is very scary. Yeah. It's very frightening. And I talk a lot about, stepping out of your comfort zone and the fear will be there, but I say do it anyway, like moving from a place that I knew my whole life with my children to a place where I had no family, no support system. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing in itself. But what I talk about is that, that discomfort, that, that, discomfort, that pain of not doing what I felt was in my heart was more painful than staying where I was. Absolutely. In, yeah. in my particular situation. And what, what, I, what I share in my workshops and, and, and in my book is you try something one step at a time. And, but it's about stepping out of that comfort zone. Yes, there's a lot of fear. It's the courage. It's the bravery of, because when you say my passion, what am I passionate about? It doesn't work pretty within a package. It really doesn't. 
It's not something pretty in a package. Okay. <laughs> that, that's what I'm learning. <laughs> that's you know, absolutely right. Like, oh my God, I'm here. It's Nirvana. No, it, it typically it doesn't show up like that. It's, nope. it's, it's big steps. It's challenges. It's, it's pushing and the bravery, even if you're scared, yeah. Even if you're scared, it's doing it anyway. It's stepping out. It's falling down completely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and saying, what the heck just happened? And then getting up and trying to figure it out again. It's, it's walking in the mystery of things. But like I say, to get started, it's really dealing with that feeling that you may be experiencing in this moment that there's something else. There's some kind of inkling inside of me that says, I'm not doing everything. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing everything. Yeah. You know, I call it discomfort. <laughs> Listen to that discomfort. Listen to it and sit quietly. Yeah. It, 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 because for, I get, and, and I'll say this now because I'm, I'm, I've been in this, some, this integration for a long time is when I sit quiet, I don't have any answers. I have no idea. But when I sit quiet in silence, I get, I get answers. I, I, I get answers. Yeah. I may not have, I mean, now it's to the point where I go, you know what? I have no idea what this is going to look like. I'm just going to sit with this for a while. That's how I get my answers now. And maybe it's like, okay, Maybe I sat with that. So now I need to investigate this. Let me call this wonderful lady that I met at this networking event, or I'm reading a magazine. Look, I've traveled all over the country because I saw someone on the internet or I read about them or I heard something on the radio because that person resonated with me. And I want to go and, 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 and understand more what they're talking about. See, I go with things that have just resonated with me so deeply. So yeah, deeply. And you're definitely following your heart. Yes. That's yes. exactly what I've been doing within the last few years as well. And, it's, and it hasn't led me astray thus far. So, But it's but learning how to trust, though. Yes, absolutely. And I feel that's the, that's the initial work, mm -hmm. is the trusting, is the opening up and 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 the it's the practicing the courage and the bravery to take some steps yeah that's definitely true and that's the thing and and also letting go a little bit too we, yeah. we what i will do is i'm going to post the links to your book and your website in the show notes just so that our listeners can um can read your amazing book and oh, uh, take a look at your website and you. go through your workshops as well. Um, final question for you, Diane. Mm -hmm. And I love asking this because the answers are always so amazing and very customized to each person. If you could go back and give young Diane a piece of advice on whole living, what would you tell her? What, what, what I would tell her is to just have an open mind have an open mind and the mystery is okay. <laughs> you don't have to know everything about something before you take a step forward. It's the trusting that, that uh, 
things will work out. And I tell you, I, I could have saved myself a lot of years <laughs> if I had my higher self at that time. <laughs> I hear you on that one. And a few less certificates for me. A few less certificates. Well, yeah, I mean, you, I started, I mean, it was awesome. I started that, I just kept going and going and going until... I mean, I was feeling better and better. And then I say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm complete. Yep. I'm complete. At least I knew when to stop because you could go on the rest of your life, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, you are amazing. And I want to thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you, Jennifer. I've enjoyed the show. The best way to spread the word about the amazing benefits of healthy living through plant-based food, fitness, and wellness is to share it with your friends and family. You can do this in person or through the various social media platforms out there. I'm so thankful for each and every like, share, and comment. And if you're looking for more food, fitness, and wellness inspos, please visit thejenniferz.com website. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. And until next time, stay happy, healthy, and plant-based.